I think we're live now. Can you hear me, Jamie? I can. There we go. Yeah. We were sort of frozen in time and nothing was happening. So I refreshed the page and suddenly... Oh. It's... Okay. Yeah. Well, all right then. Well, welcome, everybody. <laughs> we're having some problems connecting this morning, but welcome to Evolving into the Cosmic Heart with myself, Jamie, and the lovely Rachel. Hello. So just let me gonna... have a look. Yeah, let, we're, all, we're all suddenly jumping all over Facebook now to do fiddle with this, that, and the other. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to go on and try to um, make sure that we're, we're rolling here on Facebook and then share it. I can see this. I can see it. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Up, oh, wrong page. It's very, it's very hot here today in Denmark. It's like there's only about two days in the year you need to put a fan on. Today's one of them. So my hair might have this sort of wavy effect blowing back. <laughs> yeah, we all know. Fan. You did it on purpose so that you could have that like goddess, <laughs> the goddess, just, yeah. you know, blowing in the breeze. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's really hot here too in New Jersey, and it's been. I mean. We are pushing like I don't know what the you know what the degrees is there how it translates but it's literally about like ninety something degrees. Um, I think what are we we're Fahrenheit here near Celsius right? Yeah, yeah. So, we've, yeah. we've nearly been getting up to thirty, which is quite unheard of. Doesn't happen very often. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 So very interesting weather that we're having makes for very very difficult days to be outside and then in the evening it's like it's nicer but then we're like loaded with mosquitoes because if it's not scorching hot it's monsoon rain so yeah mosquitoes are not not good yeah I've got quite a few mosquito bites actually I think once I once they bite me I think the other ones can all smell it and then they sort of come along Uh my my legs look just out out of this world right now so that's a nice thing about being on camera isn't it it is <laughs> it is so I just I'm just sharing this so everybody knows and then this way I can actually see what else is going on here well I have another bit of news yes from, please share in fact it's warm in Denmark I'm getting my hair cut <laughs> oh yay yeah 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 what are you gonna do just a just a cut or keep it the same I, or? I thought I, I don't like to rush into things I thought I might discuss having some cuts if not next time okay oh color is fun I love color but you know you have that beautiful silver though that well, that's it. it would only be before. sort of like I, not the whole thing sort of bits of it and mm. maybe like a bit of lilac or something that would be beautiful especially with your silver that would really be beautiful it depends though because the last time I talked to the hairdresser about it although this is about five years ago now because it had just come in having those colors and they she said oh don't bother they only stay in your stay in your hair for about a week and I said oh I'm not going to spend all that money just for a week but maybe maybe the dyes are better yeah yeah I mean it just really depends I guess on what they use and you know different countries too I'm not really sure what they use um but mine you know when I did my we call them fashion colors when we did those fashion colors they um they did last uh, I'd say at least uh a month to two month and a half before they really started fading so and actually I hear something I hear my dog so I'm gonna I have to check really quickly Rachel I apologize everybody that's um, all right. Let me check in what's going on downstairs. I can. I'll sit. I'll sit and talk about my hair. <laughs> yes, but yeah, no, things cost quite a lot of money in Denmark. So you know, I don't enter into these things lightly. We pay nearly forty percent tax here. Which also means that any money that I earn, it's like gets crunched into quite substantially. So everything sort of sounds really cheap to me from other countries. I'm like, wow, is that all? Because here things are like 
that much more to sort of cover the tax for everybody. But then we have all this like quite comprehensive health care and social care. And not that I benefit from any of that because I'm an immigrant. I benefit from the health care, but not not the rest. So, um, but yeah, it's OK. I still buy a lot of things in England. So, so that really helps. <laughs> I still shop there. So here's Jamie coming back. Seeing if her dogs were eating each other. <laughs> back. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Good. I started talking about taxes. Terrible. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What happened? <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. They were really going nuts down there. So I was like, what's happening? So there's probably something rabid or something like that outside. So, oh my goodness. Apologies, everybody. The energy's a little bit, a little bit intense today. I don't know if everybody else noticed that, Rachel, you're, you're in the future. So how did you feel today? So today was my first day back real first day back at work for like weeks because Benji went back to school today so I just like hit the ground running and just did loads of stuff that had been waiting to be done and I got quite a lot done and then I felt really tired and then I had to go out and do a bit of shopping oh wow so it's been quite quite productive today. oh well there you go productive yeah, is good so take that energy and use it I think mm-hmm yeah, that's the best. That's really the best way to go about it. To take up yeah. something. My cat is like right here. She's got to be all <laughs> see her tail in the video. <laughs> I'm like, okay, lift up the cord here. <laughs> yeah. All the animals are like making themselves known. Yeah, today. Like, hey. like, well, you know, they, they, they definitely feel it the way that we do. So, you know, if not more intensely than what we do. And she, for whatever reason, has to be like, right here on top of me during this transmission so, or during this conversation. So I'm going to allow her to stay, but hopefully she'll. I think they all, I think they all just want their own piece on the show. Jamie. They really, like... Yeah. We're going to have um, the Freya segment. Yes. <laughs> It'll be the Freya segment. <laughs> Cat's corner. Yeah. And doggy, I don't know, doggy something. <laughs> I was going to say doggy doo-doos. That's oh, not very polite. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, on Moon Day, Anubis loves to make an appearance with his barking. And okay. people have gotten quite used to it at this point, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Benji's completely fallen asleep. He's done that the last few days because we've been staying with his um, grandmother mm-hmm. up on the other end of Denmark. Mm-hmm. And we were staying and they sort of have like this little garden place, like in an, in an allotment oh. sort of thing down the road like a little summer house and we stayed in there and Benji stayed with them but it meant they didn't get a lot of sleep oh, oh, oh. so it was just quite exhausted since you got back and then with the heat and everything as well it's like like go and have a little read before bedtime and then next thing you know it's like oh. and that never happened wow. you know, he's a nightmare well what a what a relief for you then <laughs> yeah that's what good, good point about yeah. it being really really bad. Wonderful. So you said you you went away. Did you do anything? Explore anything magical or? No, it was just visiting visiting grandma and okay, staying up there and oh. yeah, we were only up there a couple of days, but it's quite a long quite a long journey there and back. So, nice. but I mean, it was nice to be in a different part of Denmark for a while. Nice, nice. Yeah, I need a vacation. I need to go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the energy has been really interesting this weekend. You know, I don't know. You know, we talked, to, I think we touched a tiny bit on it the other day when we were last week, maybe when we were here about the Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Yeah. It's quite a big thing over the years. People talk about it a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And they used to, I know Celia Fenn used to go on about it. And I used to notice because it's quite near my birthday, which is next Sunday, the 16th. Oh, well, happy birthday in advance since we will not see you. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, yeah. And there's some meteoroid things that go on in August as well, isn't there, every year? I think so. I think somewhere around the middle, I think. And that comes I always confuse well. them. I always confuse them. I don't know if it's the ones that start with the P. Is it the... 
Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. And then the ones that come somewhere near around my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> well, if somebody tuning in knows, please feel free to drop it in the comments for us. <laughs> my brother, my brother tells me he knows. He knows all that. Mm. He knows all that stuff. Mm. So it's like, I saw your I saw your bee picture. I just saw it earlier. My bee. This huge golden bee. Oh, the one that I posted last week on Cosmic Heart. Yeah, it happened. What was it? The day after Cosmic Heart, maybe. I think it was. I think it was the day after Cosmic Heart, and I just, I couldn't even believe it. And I mean, was that a bee? Was that actually I a bee? I don't know what it was. It looked more like a hornet to me because it wasn't fuzzy. You know how bees are a little bit more, they're like furry and fuzzy, you know, and hornets are, yeah. they're kind of, we also refer to them, I think, as yellow jackets because they're, um, their body is, is more hard and it's like yellow and black. And it was massive to the point that, I don't know if everybody's seen like the, the, um, not the news, I can maybe the news, the reports of like these giant murder hornets, they're calling them from like Asia or something. This thing was ginormous. It wasn't as big as that. I've actually seen what the murder hornets look like. Um, it wasn't as big as that, but it was definitely abnormally large. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I, people, people have to go on the cosmic page and look at this photo. Yeah. Because I don't know if it was the light on or something, but its body actually looks like it's made out of gold. It's yeah. like shining, like some sort of Egyptian bee or something, isn't yeah. it? It's like, I mean, it was definitely majestic. I've tried to put my hand as close as I bravely could while it was just kind of, it was just, ex <laughs> it was just relaxing on my screen in my window. And um, I tried to put my hand as close as I could so I could show you the size difference because this was like three times the size of an average bee and or even an average hornet. And um, it, it wasn't doing anything, you know, reckless. It wasn't bothering me or anything like that. So I, I thanked it for its presence. And I thought it was just incredible because we had just had the cosmic heart discussion about the bees the day before. And mm -hmm. I did end up capturing it and um, safely getting it back outside so but I recognize its magic and its presence and just thanked it and I actually did pull a card afterwards from my bee deck and I asked what the message was and the message that I took away from it was that it was honoring a bee priestess and it was basically just paying homage giving reverence and almost like bestowing its blessing that's the message that I took away from it so I was like I was blown away because it was like the whole conversation that happened previously. And it made me almost feel like it was honoring or acknowledging that we were bringing this into awareness that we were talking about it. You know, they are incredibly connected, intuitive. And, you know, this might sound a little foo foo and wacky for those that are, not as in tune with nature, um, you know, and it's okay if you're not, and it's okay if you feel that way. I once upon a time was there, but I have since, it, you know, coming into my own, um, into my own self more and more. So we become more tapped into the interconnectedness of all. And every day I did say that I do call on a message from the bees. I ask them for a message specifically, and I work with my bee deck and, um, yeah, that just, I hadn't even pulled cards that day yet either. So that's what it made it even more like incredible. I spoke to another couple of people who had also had B synchronicities. Mm. So, you know, and I've ordered the B Oracle card. You did? Oh, good for you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I, I've ordered them to go to my son's address. And then he's visiting in the UK and he's visiting. And I'm hoping I ordered a pack for my friend as well because she wants oh. some. I'm hoping he'll bring them over and he'll squeeze them into his easy jet oh, nice. and log in. Nice. So I'm going to deliver overseas. Yeah. And it wouldn't work. And then I looked at it on Etsy and it was a lot more expensive on Etsy. So, um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to doing some bee reading. Yeah. Oh, oh good for you. That's I, I it's a it's a fascinating deck and um you know to the creators like hands down, you know, gratitude to you because uh it's very unique and so necessary 
as this new information comes forward right now, you know, so especially with the divine feminine energy and it's just, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still sleeping better. I haven't had to take, cause I, I mean, you know, I was reading about how a lot of people, I think I said this last week are really struggling, especially women have been struggling to sleep since the Corona um, started. And I have had, terrible terrible I've never had problems like this in my life and um I've been having to take antihistamines and stuff just to get to sleep I haven't had to take them I haven't taken any this week I just put that bee thing on (laughs) I don't know how it's soothing though but but it is but it is Mm -hmm. I mean and it just I mean because I try other things like waves and I do waves a lot specific waves specifically and Benji listens to them all night because it actually keeps him in a, like a does something to his nervous system and it keeps him in a deeper phase of sleep. But it's just something about those bees that just like, oh, well, it's just what I need. So yeah. it's great. That's an incredible realization. It really is. And mm-hmm. you're right. There are so many people who've been, you know, reaching out or commenting on my posts that I share and they're saying like, I've really been struggling to sleep. And, um, it definitely has to do with the high intensity energy coming in right now and all of this energetic shifting that we're doing right now. Um, but that's really cool. So everybody, yeah. What is, is it, is it's on YouTube you said? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I, I made my own one. So I've got one on Rachel Goodwin, my YouTube there channel. There we go. <laughs> you heard it here. It's eight hours of it. <laughs> Whoa, that's perfect though. So awesome. Rachel Goodwin's yeah. YouTube channel, everybody. Be magic, be therapy. <laughs> I love that. Exactly, and it doesn't cost any money. No, no. There you go. Well, apart from apart from your internet fees. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because you know, for a lot of people who have babies who, um, you know, are colicky when they're born, they do have to put on like static white noise, and that puts them to sleep and calms them down. So it's very interesting. There's definitely something yeah. to do with the vibration. You know? Yeah. But I, I had this book. I had this book called, the, I think it was The Baby Whisperer. It's quite old now. My friend um, Lynn recommended it to me. And they said it's, it's like you treat the baby, like when it comes out, you try and give it the same conditions that it had in the womb. And that sound, that sort of, because I actually recorded a hoover and then replayed it on, a, on, a, on my phone. And it's to, it's to replicate the sound of the blood going through the placenta. And we swaddled him because like these days they say, don't, don't swaddle, don't this, don't that. But, you know, we did these things because like tribes have been doing them for a really long time. And they, you know, generally their kids have survived. So, and he was just a dream. And it worked, you know, because I think otherwise he would have been really difficult baby with the ADHD and everything because he was so like, slightest thing you couldn't actually you couldn't actually sleep in the room with Benji because you turn over and it would wake him up so I think we managed it until he was about six months old then I had to go and sleep on the sofa because we had we were in a one-bedroom flat I we had to go and sleep on the sofa but um oh it saved our lives that that noise and then you know because we we used to try it with it off and then he would just wake up all night because it drove Thomas a bit mm. mad whereas I like I liked it because it does the same thing to my nervous system I sort of go like that so after a while I bought some Pacific Wave mm. and, and he listens to that all night yeah now. that's that's beautiful yeah I love that and anybody who who um you know if anybody does try the bees with their newborn children anybody watching or watching even on replay Try listening to these with the newborn children if you're if you're having difficulty with them sleeping. I would love to hear feedback about that. I really would. I think that'd um, be very interesting to hear. And um, or even for yourself, those of you struggling to sleep. We could try we could try different noises, mm. couldn't we? Because <laughs> I'm sure different noises must suit like different people. Mm-hmm. I listen to in the summer, in the winter, I mean when I'm shut inside because these these buildings that we live in they're so heavily insulated you can't hear anything from the outside and my tinnitus I've got like ear damage in my right ear and it gets so loud that I actually put on woodland sounds to listen to and I hear all these birds go 
and it's lovely sort of you know it's like a white noise then oh very interesting they said Lindsay commented and she said that she um she used that book the one that you spoke of what was the name of it again the baby the baby whisperer Whisperer. she said she loved that book and she said she used that book to help their special needs son sleep as well yeah Yeah. oh yeah I was so so grateful I was so grateful to my friend for recommending it because I wouldn't have seen it because it was a you know I I think I bought a copy of it for 1p on Amazon because you know it was quite old and they sold quite a lot of the time but you know these things go in and out of fashion don't they I wouldn't have known about it if she if she hadn't told me and it's really saves our lives and he was such an easy baby mm-hmm. because of it which you need when you're 40 when you've got pregnant when you're 41 oh that's incredible though he based it all he was it was a doctor in america and he based it all by studying different tribes and obviously using his medical knowledge and everything but sort of sorting out what he thought was like yeah. good and proper stuff and it's really really wow, good book. that's fascinating yeah incredible yeah. love that mm. <sighs> yeah and we have uh... so I like I love being a mum I miss it now yeah yeah not enough that I would ever do it again not that I can because I'm going to be 50 next week yeah <laughs> yeah Mine, uh, you know my youngest just turned 18 so my oldest is 21 and um I do. It's, it feels like it was another lifetime ago. I miss it. You know, it goes so fast. Um, and I wish sometimes that I could have another one with the knowledge and experience that I have now, because I feel like things would be so different. They would be so much easier, but then I think about other things. I'm like, no, no, I'm okay. Not this lifetime. Maybe next one. Next one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, just dogs and cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a beehive. Maybe beehive. There you go. Yeah, I've got one, although <laughs> I'm not really allowed anywhere near it. So I'll stay, I'll just stay next okay. to it. It's okay. in my sight. It's in my yeah. sighting. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you something. Oh, this is something that happened with the bees. Oh, this is funny. It's funny. My husband's going to choke me, though. <laughs> so... My husband and I had a disagreement about something and we were outside talking about it. And as we were disagreeing, you know, I felt myself starting to get a little bit more irritable and he was sitting on the chair. Now I said this last week, how on my patio where our, um, you know, the chairs, our patio chairs are that we sit on and the siding of the house, there's a, there's a beehive because the bees come out and they, you know, they fly around every time you get too close to it and they go back in. Now the one double like sofa chair is sitting almost up against that, but just a little further away. My husband was sitting there and we're having this conversation and it's getting intense and I'm starting to get irritated with him, not maybe just understanding what I was trying to say. So as I'm going on talking about it, I'm like, you're not listening. You're not understanding. And I feel my energy getting more intense. I start to notice the bees start to come out of the hive. This is incredible. Yeah, I was telling the, I was telling my friends about this. The bees start coming out of the hive and they actually started swarming him. And I was like, at first I was just thinking it was a coincidence, you know, because he was there and he was talking and the vibration of us talking and the energy behind it, you know. And I stopped talking. And he kept talking then. And then you could tell he was getting irritated. And so as he's talking, the bees start flying more and more. And they're starting to swarm to the point that I just stopped and was like, I think we should just stop talking. And as soon as I calmed my energy down, they calmed down and went back in the hive. I'm not making this up. And I was like, are they responding to me? Are they like coming out to see like, what is, you know, like what's happening? I don't know. I don't know how to take that, but... It was, it was incredible because I almost felt like, am I conducting these bees? You know, like, are they responding to my reactions, to my vibration? And they just, even though it was me who was talking, they swarmed him. And I was like, "Mm, let me just bring it in a little bit before my husband gets attacked. He He did. After a while, he did. And he was like, okay, we both got to the point where we just kind of froze because they were getting really irritated. And um, 
I started to kind of, I made a joke that I was like, go ahead, <laughs> push me again. I'm going to call bees, <laughs> you know? So um, they ended up going back in and then, you know, we stopped having our conversation and, and um, I don't even know what it was about. It was just something silly where, you know, you have just a disagreement and the one person has to get, yeah, but you're not, you have to keep pushing your point until the person finally gets it. Yeah. <laughs> but let that be a lesson, fellas. <laughs> no, that's kidding. interesting that's interesting, that's interesting. Be warrior priestess <laughs> I was like don't mess around we got big jumbo hornets that I will call in this house <laughs> don't make me angry <laughs> <laughs> wow you're going to make sure you wear your shadow stuff <laughs> you'll wake up with a big steam <laughs> when, when, I, when I get to ascend I'm going to be known as the shadow bee priestess <laughs> that's going to be my title <laughs> oh. I have heard something about though when you're a beekeeper you know, do have to be calm wow. around them you know if you start getting like and panicking and all the rest of it it makes them Frenzy. so they must be able to sense they must be able to sense yeah. that energy. And you were, you were probably like... I was projecting, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but what's interesting is that it was me. It was me who was doing it. It was me, and they went to him. And they just were, you know, they just started kind of swarming. There weren't too, too many. There was probably about, I'd say about five. And then as, the, as he began to talk, more came. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Where yeah. just... Well, that's it. That's how you think you're a bee. Maybe. Maybe. They're like reading your energy and they think, hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? I'd... We must protect I... her against uh, this outsider who's not a bee. <laughs> I consume enough honey, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so maybe I'm embodying the tribe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, but you, you are, you, if, you're, if you're like communing with them, regularly they are going to be in tune with you aren't they I mean it just takes it to a whole new level you know it really does it's, wow. it's like and I had that epiphany moment where I was like I don't want to be that person that's be like you know the bees are like my familiars you know I don't want to be that person but you know they're like I'm the queen bee you know no I'm not that person but I did like have to think about it for a second considering what we do understand about energy and even in the terms of dogs or cats, you know, I've noticed similar situations where if your energy gets really riled up or if there's an argument going on, you know, there's yelling between the kids, the animals' energies get very spiked and either they're panicking, they don't want to be around it, or they respond and react negatively to it. So it does begin to make us very aware of how our emotions do also emit frequency yeah 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 absolutely absolutely and i used to blow light bulbs and things quite a lot not that i've calmed down the last few years but i've always had a bit of a oh, gonna... and you know I've... so <laughs> i'm gonna be the shadow <laughs> bee priestess and you're going to be electra <laughs> well, I'm gonna say, oh, this is this one of this is one of the books that i would definitely <laughs> recommend somebody asked me if i could recommend some more books and this is a good one. It's more of a, you know, it's more of a self-help book. But that's the dark side of the light chases. And um, Imelda, who's teaching me and uh, uh, the group that I'm in, Nordic Shamanism Seder, she recommended this and said, you know, if you're going to work this powerfully with um, Norse magic, you really, really have to deal with your shadow side. And I thought... Oh, I have a shadow side. I've, I've, been, I've, just, I've been doing this work for years and years and years because I have. I mean, you know, I started sort of working with psychotherapy and psychoanalysis and that and counselling and the psychiatric nurse when I was 23. And I've never stopped that journey. And I've always like, and I was like, oh, God. And then I thought, well, I might as well have a look at the book. But I was annoyed. And then I started working with the book, and I love it. It's fantastic. Everybody, everybody Whoa, should the do dark this. Dark side book. of the light chasers. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's really, it's really practical. It gives you lots of easy ways to sort of work with stuff, and it's fab. It's absolutely fab. It's almost. I'm not. I'm not asking for this universe, but it's almost like nothing bad can happen to you anymore. 
because it just shows you how to get the good stuff out of just everything and it's just like oh it's so useful and stops that splitting off that we do (laughs) as people between the dark stuff and the light stuff it's like no bring it together you've got to bring it together all the time it's like I love it I really recommend yeah I'm gonna have to have a look at it thank you for that sounds like it's right up my alley yeah I think she's (laughs) (laughs) yeah sounds right up my alley yeah Yeah. that's a a lot of people don't recognize the dark side of the light work they really don't um you know and it's interesting because you know you know, I've, I remember having conversations, you know, before and, and is expressing myself and my opinions, um, which, you know, we're, al- we're allowed to do, we should be freely allowed to express our opinions, you know, obviously try to have compassion when possible, but absolutely speak the truth. And that's coming up more and more right now, especially with the science gate. It's been like my throat chakra is liberated. <laughs> I am saying whatever feels fit to come through. And, um, and it's interesting because I'm even experiencing like post nasal drip. So there's like this like clearing that's happening with the throat chakra. And this part of my bee conversation over the weekend was me expressing, liberating my throat. Um, but yeah, I've had conversations with like, you know, spec- you know, like my son and, and for example, and with my son and I, he's like, oh, he's totally like my challenge in life. He's my challenge and my blessing, but he's like me in a male version and he totally gives it back to me, you know? And so we'll have a disagreement. And one time he said to me, you know, and you call yourself a light worker and you're spiritual, but you have these opinions and these thoughts. And I'm like, that's because I'm, I am in myself enough to know that I am, that it is necessary to be both shadow and light. It is necessary for us to say and exactly what we feel, obviously to not indulge. There's a big difference between indulging and honoring and you do have to find that balance and find compassion in your words, but you are allowed to have those moments where you are angry and you are frustrated and you, you know, maybe speak out against something without being all like, all I do is ride unicorns and, and um, bring in rainbows. You know, that's not realistic. That's not being a realistic light worker. <laughs> so a realistic light worker does honor and understands how to integrate the shadow and the light. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, like being with everything that is coming through to you and like owning it as much as possible. That is just like, that is my main practice now. But I mean, like, you know, like we were joking about the bees and everything, but I mean, that's the thing. As you get more powerful, you have more effect on the world and you are really attuned to those bees. And yeah, they might have started stinging him you know it's like you really have to yeah you really have to own your (laughs) shit and not go around dumping stuff on people I'm not saying you were doing that but like it's no good keep training and training in more of this and more that if you don't work with your shadow it'll bite you on the arse oh (laughs) yes and if, if it comes out in either very ugly ways you know, whether it's through your actions, whether it's through your words and your behaviors, or you can implode, which is, which is also worse because, you know, that creates toxins in your physical body and can, you know, they, there's, I've, I've read some things that there's actually been like spiritual or metaphysical links to cancer and anger, you know, people that are carrying so much anger and just kind of kind of swallowing it. And they say, yeah, it's like, it's genetic, you know, cancer is genetic and, you know, it's not only genetic, but it is in my personal metaphysical opinion, it is sometimes a expression of a root issue, you know, that it's expressing itself in a very ugly way. And yes, it can be because we do carry our ancestral lineage and DNA and, um, you know, karma as well. So, you know, we do carry all that. So yeah, it can be genetic, but yeah, it's important to deal with that. It's important to, it's not, you can rage, you can be angry, you can cry and scream. Finding productive ways to do it is a good idea. That's it. Because all these things can be channeled as well. And like, you know, I mean, quite often, quite often, 
it's when I get annoyed about things. That is when I actually get off my ass and work through the resistance. It's when I've got to that point, like, oh, I'm really annoyed now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like quite often, it's quite the th- often the thing that gets me moving with the things that I'm yeah. stuck with. And I know spirit know that. I can see their schemes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. You're right. right. We're going to irritate her into this. <laughs> yep, that's right. Because it's it's the trigger. You know, the triggers have to happen. That's why it's like, you know, people say, "Well, why do I get? Why me? Why do I get put in these situations where it just it's like I attract it to me or something?" You know, yes, we do because we have to be triggered to show you that if it didn't trigger you, you are you're healed. You know what I mean? You don't need to. That it's not a lesson that you no longer need to embody or experience. But if it does trigger you and, you know, you have this negative reaction, it's spirit showing you this is in you. This is still hanging around. You know, you got to deal with how you how how something makes you feel, you know, and how you react and how you respond, because there's there's an agitation below the surface just waiting to erupt. You know, it's that we need to erupt it so that you feel it, so you understand it, so you know it, and then you know how to release it. If you continue to indulge it, well, that's the negative shadow stuff that people talk about. But. Yeah. But that's, that's what's so great is the results you get from doing shadow work and looking at it because it's like, oh, it's so much better afterwards and you feel so much better and it's just like the levels of just just drop down a little bit more a little bit more I wish I had more years left I know I'm not dead yet but I sort of wish I was 20 again do you know what I mean so I could have even more years ahead uh, of like oh, don't, don't, don't don't we all, <laughs> don't we all. <laughs> that's what I said if I could take everything that I know now back to those days oh yeah. imagine where I'd be right now but I guess you know it's all in the, I, I have a lot of clients actually that you know in my spiral temple, I do work with a lot of older women is younger women too, but I find it's more a lot of older women that come because there has been this whole, like I've conditioned way of thinking and being, especially for a woman. Um, And they haven't lived for themselves because we are programmed to live for everyone else, our family, and then our children and then our spouses. And we are the very last person at the end of the day. And by the time we're actually able to live for ourselves, most of the time we're in our 40s, closer to the 50s, you know, and then you've got grandchildren, too. So it's very difficult for people to accept that it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to live for yourself as you are doing these other things. But the one thing that I hear them say a lot is, I wish I did this when I was younger. You know, I wish I didn't wait so long to have this epiphany. And it's like, I understand that. But you did exactly what you needed to do based on your karmic lessons, cycles, experiences that you needed to have here. And you're exactly where you're meant to be in this exact moment in time. And it's also the times that we're in, isn't it? I mean, I could just feel like when we did that transmission the other week and I was saying to you, wow, it's so divine feminine, all this stuff that's coming through. But I could really feel how there's more for the divine feminine to like reawaken stuff in us not just women but also men as well that has been lost we've lost so many of our gifts and I'm really having a vision of just how much more sophisticated our psychic and spiritual gifts could be and it feels like the divine feminine is like bringing through like more and more of this stuff and like like when my mum was young you just you couldn't do this stuff. It it wasn't around. So in a way, they sort of sacrificed not being in this time now, like the older generation. But it's starting because, you know, I think these things really come down through the ancestral lines. And so it gets carried and carried and carried until the time where it can start mm-hmm. to, to come out. And then yeah. that's us, isn't it? We're just starting to see, you know, the last, I don't know, 10 I suppose, Josh, he's 17 now, and I was pregnant with him when I did my second year as a priestess thing. So I suppose it's 20 years 
it's not been that long that really mm -hmm. it started to be on a big scale though because it's starting to be on a much bigger scale now isn't it i don't know how many people you're seeing oh what yeah interested in your... oh yeah there's there's it, now the interest is starting to get you know when i first started doing this work i i, I i've told this story actually to my spiral temple students when i first started doing this work um it was back in early 2000s and i was really alone in it for a little while. You know, there wasn't a lot of other people who thought the way that I did. And if there were, they were, I met them like online and they lived, they were scattered around the world. So it wasn't really that there was a lot of close knit people doing what I was doing or feeling how I was feeling. And um, I used to cry, you know, because I, I felt like I missed, I missed a time that just wasn't here anymore, you know? And then the more that I worked on myself, more that opportunities presented themselves to me, new people, communities, it really started to open up. Now it's like everyone is walking around wearing crystals, even if they don't have an understanding of them, they're walking around wearing them, which is incredible. Cause I said years ago, crystals just want to be in everybody's house. They want to be in everyone's house because of what they what they're going to do, how they're going to facilitate healing, how they're going to facilitate expansion and growth without people really even understanding what's happening. And it's happening, you know? And um, it's like that. People are really starting to look for answers in a divine way, um, look to themselves mm. for power, for healing. And they're really coming, tuning in. That's what I feel like is tuning in, this little switch that just got turned on. And they're coming more and more into an awareness that they might not understand, but they want to understand. Because it, it just, it takes you right back to, so like connecting with goddess energies, then all that sort of superficial SHIT from our society and culture just drops away, doesn't it? You just, and then you're in tune with that, that essence of the divine feminine. Mm, that, oh, yeah, that God. feeling is just... It's it's so oh. primal and so <laughs> divine yeah. and just that's what it was for me that was my awakener I mm -hmm. found I don't I was reading fiction books I think it was and um you know I, was, I, I said this before I always had called to like magical esoteric but I didn't understand it and um I came across like these you know I'm 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 really huge in reading like medieval and ancient history I'm like, I could, t oh my God, I could tell you England's history from like way back into the dark ages. But I started also reading some fiction regarding that, you know, making it more, you know, not less, you know, I don't know how to even less. Yeah. Seeing it to life, to life and, stuff. It? So, and there was all of this talk of yeah. the secret pagan, um, you know, communities and the groups that worship this goddess energy. And the more I read, then the more I started researching like real, you know, nonfiction stuff and really getting into it. And um, it was like a coming home. It was this feeling within me that was like, I awoken the goddess within me, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. That's it, because like in my first year, we had to write our own initiation. And I can remember writing something like, because, because I am in you and you are in me, like to the goddess. And I didn't really understand what it meant. I still don't really. But I knew it was true. That's right. <laughs> it's just like so deep. It's like, I, and that's it. I can, you know, I go to places like different countries and I can feel I've been a priestess there. And it's just like this. Oh, that's me and Avalon, me and Glastonbury. I can feel it. It's called. It, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It just yeah, calls yeah. me back. Yeah yeah. 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 And when I sit in churches, which I don't do a lot unless they're on a sacred site, but when I do, I really call the divine feminine in around me like a cloak because it's so missing in most of the churches I sit in. I guess they're Protestant. The Catholic churches, some of them are lovely. And of course, I know Catholicism has got its own problems as well, but it didn't throw the divine feminine out in the same way as the as the Protestant churches did. And it's just like even just being in that atmosphere, it's just like, ooh, it's like now it's going down a blackboard for me, you know. So Oh, so did you say you're starting a new, a I new did. spiral? Yeah, so, so it's going, I usually set to launch 
level one um, every, so it's a 10 month program, um, which I find interesting because to me, it's very gestational. It's like the, we're pregnant for a full nine months, almost 10 months. And then you're like really giving birth to yourself. So there are two levels at this time. And obviously you have to take level one first before you move on to level two, but each level is 10 months. And so I started about September 21st or so around the, um, fall equinox here in the Northern hemisphere. And um, every month I bring forward, uh, forward a new energy, a new divine feminine representative that can assist us with their power, with their magic. So we learn a little bit about that energy and how their, um, their life or how their, what they embody can bring healing to us and is actually, we are them. So it's funny that you said that. It's like, they are an aspect of us. So we bring their energy in, we learn about them, we work with them. Um, I bring in meditations and light transmissions to assist them in facilitating their own healing. And level one is a journey of self-healing. It's really just going through a lot of our wounds um, that the sacred feminine energy has experienced and has been repressed. And as, you know, the spark of creation, we too are the divine feminine. So we too have experienced these areas of repression and we work with the seasons. So we do work with the wheel of the year and uh, a little bit about learning how to start to awaken our own goddess, our own magic, our own power. And then when, you know, people decide to go on to level two, so level two will also be starting for my previous level one students. We it's, it's called as above, so below. And we begin to actually harness our power and how we can work with the energies of the underworld, the other world, and then rise up and work with the energies of, you know, like the rays of creation and um, ascended masters. And so we become the priestess. We become the conduit between heaven and earth. So that is, um, it's an incredible journey. I'm going to be announcing it this week and opening up registration for September and then it shuts down and only those students are in because it's a very, it becomes a sisterhood as well. It's very much about working together and connecting with a tribe of like souls that, you know, you're all contracted to meet and be together in those times. And um, I've met my soul family that way, starting this. I really did. My soul sisters, women that I'm in business with. I've met them through my temple. So it's an amazing journey. And I saw I saw on your website, because I had a bit of a look at it, that you may be having a, mm-hmm. a level three. It is in the works. What's, 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 the, what's that going to be uh, about? Mary Magdalene teachings of the ancient order of Rose Priestesses. So that is something that my partner, uh, Karen, and I are going to... We have ourselves gone through intense initiations and trainings this year um, in, you know, through these ascended masters and through an actual physical mentor here. And um, we are now just coming down off of integrating all of those teachings. And we will be opening up ourselves to energies like Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, Ananda Maima, Baba G, Yeshua. So it's a masculine and a feminine thing. And we will be working with them to bring forward these teachings of our own to create the next level of um, what is my spiral temple. Wow. It really is. It's like I was telling her, telling Karen, like, this is this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. This is what I've always been called to do and waiting working towards is what I should say. This is what I've always been working towards. And to be able to be that conduit for the sacred feminine, as well as the sacred masculine is just incredibly powerful and, and honor. It's a great honor. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for asking about it. You know, I've been so non-motivated in getting it, you know, put up there to offer for people that, you know, this really helps me to just get like, come on, Jamie, put everything else aside and get it done. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's it. Cause you yeah. know, you love yes. it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cause as soon as you start talking about it and you know, that's why I wanted to ask you about it. Cause I can feel oh, it all as you. well. I love it. I love it as well. 
was really lucky actually when 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 I did mine because I actually went to a physical place with physical people and it's not like it's not like there's goddess temples all over England because there really isn't happened to have moved and I'm sure that's why I moved there I thought it was because of a nursing job (laughs) but I think it wasn't I think it wasn't because I left nursing and I ended up doing this priestess um course and and it so wasn't the sort of thing I would do. I mean, I was I was married and divorced before I even trained as a nurse. And I met my ex-husband. He was Welsh years later. And when I told him the things I'd been doing, he just he just looked at me and said, who are you? <laughs> and he wasn't <laughs> laughing. <laughs> this sort of, you know, he was like, what? He thought I was this sort of person, you know, a very normal sort of, he thought, I don't know, he thought I was really posh and sort of conservative, and which I wasn't. I was just thinking, so you married me and you thought I was somebody completely different to how I was. But anyway, yeah, I've changed a lot, really. I mean, if you take me in like different phases of my life, people would not recognise me from sort of one person to the other. Well, apart from my family, but. I mean, they're used to me just being mad now. They just think I'm yeah. mad. <laughs> me too. <laughs> As we get older, I think they're starting to realise that perhaps I was the same one. Mm, yeah. Isn't yeah. it funny how that works? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, love, I, I, I love the thought that these things are becoming much more commonplace because I know, like, to me, that was... It's my foundation to everything else that I've done. And I thought perhaps I would be called to like, because, you know, I teach. That's what I do. I'm a teacher. I thought I might be called to do that, but I haven't been. And it's, it's not, it's not, it's not my path. But um, I do have lots of projects at the moment. And my main one right now is working with um, Sarah and her healing energies. But that's, I'll talk more about that. That next week but I'm just like it has sort of taken over my life yeah. a bit at the moment so managing to fit in a bit of Norse magic study in between here and here and there but I'm kind of glad yeah. I shouldn't say this really I'm kind oh. of glad the summer holidays are over because I want to I've like got this energy in me and I can yeah, get back to it's my, hard it's know. hard when you know especially you know when you have the the young ones at home and you know you've really got a lot of your time and energy is dedicated to that um so it's really hard to you know for some people to to be able to separate that and manage that because how do you you know but um you know it's also in the summertime people want to go you want to move you want to get outside you want to do things so I think it's hard but Definitely some, I think fall is going to bring yeah. a fire with it that's going to put a lot of stuff in motion. Yeah. September's yeah. never a good month for me, though. I really struggle in September. But my okay. mum died in September. I got divorced in September. What else happened in September? I know there's yeah. other things. 9-11 was in September. I, I'm really oh, prone no. to depression. In September, and also at the end of the summer, because I love the summer, and I'm living in a country where summer is like the smallest season of the year. I really need to. I really need to be in Hawaii. <laughs> I've been telling the universe that for years now, and it's like it's not worked out for me. So I guess I'm where I'm supposed to be. But you know, I, I like. I well, really September's like also a nine life. month. You know, if you take the energy of the nine, it's all about completions of cycles and closing out old chapters. But before we can do those things, you know, we really have to learn the lessons of those cycles and you know anything that's heavy that's ready to come up for completion. And so you do see a lot of endings, especially moving into October, being Samhain, and you know, celebrated as the Celtic New Year. So it's really the end of a year it's the end of a cycle and um you know the whole death and rebirth is the theme of that time so september's kind of like we're getting ready we're starting to prepare to move into the end if you will before we're reborn yeah and i'm getting the feeling like as you're talking that there's something there for me about being able to take these 
kind of tragedies because it was a really tragedy when my mum died because she should she she was misdiagnosed oh, but um oh, and also wow. my dad died in October of cancer as well. there's something about being able to take tragedies and sort of weave them back in the sort of good things as well so they're not just sort of they're a bit sort of separated off into things that are sad I also wonder if there's some past it life feels like it. that happens like in it. that time of the and I think this year, if I can be like really present, because normally I just try and survive my way through it. Whereas this year, if I can sort of be present to it more, because I am getting much better at that now. And then like saying, I can feel something and like saying yes to it rather than sort of go, oh, you know, then then that might that might that might go a bit better. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just sit and cry through September. But you and me can come on and you'll talk. And I'll just go. Ooh. And that would be. <laughs> And that would be okay because maybe that's what you need to do to sit with it and feel it and own it. And that gives, that gives, it gives voice to it, you know, and it allows. And and then, then you can release. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Another month another month and then even yeah. most of the times hopefully here most of the times we get what we call indian summers where it's like uh you know september is still very much feeling like it's summertime yeah we dream about them here <laughs> last six years i haven't seen <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll get one and then so does it um... get cold right, if it's cold right away <laughs> first it's yeah, and not like, not like, not like you know, ice or anything like that. But like mm. enough, you've got to go wear a coat. <laughs> Fall is my favorite time of year. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love the colors and the, of the smells trees and, the and all the tastes, like pumpkin yeah. and nutmeg, and oh, I love it. Also, I'm an October baby, so. Yeah, yeah October. What? Um, he always tells me off. Go, oh, mum, because I have to think. He was born in two thousand and two. Oh, wow. Okay, it's so he is October. a Libra. He's, he's very much a Libra. That's a that's like a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got two little torn, peace. torn bulls here. Yeah. They do not shy away from conflict. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> interesting makes life interesting. Oh dear! No wonder you've got to have your voice. Yeah, the scorpion <laughs> one. So my challenge is have the voice, but learn how to do it with kitten gloves, Jamie. <laughs> so because <laughs> you know scorpions, there's like there's no talking. There's the tail. That's all you get is you get the tail, <laughs> but. Um, yes, that's something that I am part of my mastery here <laughs> is going to be bringing my heart and throat together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week we can talk a little bit about if you're ready, what you are working on. Yeah. I would love to. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you'll probably have to shut me out. I'll probably. Oh, oh, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lots of magical, interesting things happening. And I feel like the energy of this week, this past week, um, has really been like, it's giving us this revamping energy that wants us to really start to reflect and to reevaluate things in our life, what is no longer necessary, what we can let go of so we can start to actually focus and hone in on new energy that's coming in to work with us or how we can, you know, change direction in our lives. That's more in alignment with our authenticity, with our, with our truth, you know, and our passions. So I'm really interested to see what this, this week brings. Yeah, and, and what a year it's been, my word, you know, a year like none of us have ever seen in our living memory and all of our lives. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, so 
it, it really did the great online, awakening definitely that's that's really and I was yeah. saying that when yeah. it first started happening and then I began to see because I, I heard it and I think it might have been one of the things that we channeled I heard the great awakening the great awakening maybe in the very beginning when we channeled in the new group that we have you know our private group and um sure enough wow. it really is being considered yeah. the great awakening of our time Yeah. Yes. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. We'll do our best. It's all we all can do. <laughs> <sighs> yes, well, it's anyway. been lovely to talk to you. Even though it feels like it was two weeks I ago. I said the same thing. I, mean, I was like, was wait a minute. Ago. No, <laughs> it wasn't two weeks ago that I saw you. It was the last week that we spoke about the bees. <laughs> Yeah, it was just <laughs> and apparently this week. one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. We still sort of had a bit more about the bees. Yes, so we? thank you everyone for oh. being here with us. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I had one thing to remember. I wrote it down on a bit of paper. I do this a lot. And then I didn't look at a bit of paper. But we had our first five dollar oh. supporter on patreon and her name is Jan oh, Burton. thank you so, we so want to say much you. you said jenny jenny burton yeah j-a-n-n-i-e so in, unless she's danish and then it well, would be Yanny. thank you very much for the support and for the love <laughs> we do greatly appreciate that and appreciate your support and presence here today everybody thank you yeah and we have a we have a page on so it's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Cosmic Heart. And you can go on there. And if you like listening to our show, you can also pledge $5 a month yeah. if you want to continue yeah. keep coming back for years to come. <laughs> <laughs> James going, oh, God. <laughs> oh, from your lips to the universe's ears. All right, everyone. Take care. Have a blessed week. See you all next week.